Welcome to Ready to be Romanced. I'm Tori. And I'm Jen. And today we're discussing my, my life, life with the Walter, Walter Boys. <laughs> I am so excited to talk about this. Jen, welcome to the pod. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Tell the listeners um, how we met and a little bit about yourself. Okay, where to start with that? (laughs) Yeah, literally. I guess we'll start. I'm 28. I'm also from Canada, but like in Ottawa, so far away from Tori, unfortunately. There's really not much to say about me. I work and then I come home and I spend time with my dog and cats and I read. Um, How we met, now that gets a little complicated because um, (laughs) we met online, I guess is the simplest way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, we met playing orgs. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a form of online reality game for another common interest that we have called Survivor, the TV show where you like, I guess, organize the games and play with like a bunch of randoms on the internet. And I hosted or helped host a game that recruited Tori to play. Mm-hmm. And it all stems from that. That was what, like 20? 20... That was 2019. Oh, God. No, okay. no. Well, it was December. 20, it was like. Yeah, December 2019 when you recruited me, but then it it yeah. started in January 2020. So four years yeah. ago, which is so yeah. wild. And I've had a bunch of other org players or who people that I've met on my other podcast, Ready to Be Petty. But yeah, we have this common interest in reading. We have met in person. A, well, twice now. I was going to say a bunch of times. I guess only twice. <laughs> <laughs> but we have met in person now. And also, I feel like people, maybe we're speaking to our audience because I feel like people that are really into books is a certain type of people. Like, let's just name it. <laughs> like, let's just put it out there. Introverts, yeah. what up? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like people wouldn't be as weirded out about meeting people online as. I don't know other people and and how weird weirded out you should be truly (laughs) yeah so how did you get into reading have you always been a reader unfortunately yes I've always been the nerd of the group um yeah I I remember in like yeah eighth grade it was like if you bring in all the books you read like I'll give you like extra credit and I showed up with like my stack of 30 books and she's like (laughs) oh I can really only bump your mark up like (laughs) this much and I was like it's whatever it's fine (laughs) and yeah it's kind of just stemmed from there we've grown our tastes have grown Mm -hmm. even though I am still like a 30 year old teenager and like enjoy my YA but (laughs) me too me too yeah okay just wait so you read YA books but your tastes have changed a bit do you read you read you have read some romance novels I like bullied you into reading a court of thorns and roses which i'm still making my way through tori's taste (laughs) i (laughs) okay well tori's tastes are a little bit more advanced than mine let's just say that um she's a little bit more adventurous when it comes to the romance novels yeah yeah her her goodreads her goodreads is something to behold let's just say that i remember when we were in mexico may of 2023 and one of our mutual friends pulled up my Goodreads and started reading the title names and I literally took his phone and like was going to throw it off of the balcony. Yeah, that same friend will call me up and be like, what are you reading now? And I'm like, oh, actually, I haven't read anything lately because like, <laughs> I just don't want to get into it. <laughs> literally, one 
one time I was at work and, um, you know, we were just checking in with my team and they're like, oh, what did you do this weekend? I was like, oh, I stayed home, read a book, like something like that. And then my boss was like, what book? And I was like, really? (laughs) No, the trick is you always have, you always have one of those normal ones like on backup. So you can just pull that out. And they're like, what's it about? And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's about this. And you seem like totally normal yeah okay i should do that like oppenheimer like it's about the atomic bomb or yeah you gotta have a safe backup <laughs> oh my god that's so funny in the romance novel genre do you like any specific tropes or style of book i really like them all like i for a while was on like a fantasy kick me too but there's like there's too many fairy stories yeah, yeah, I don't know why that's like the go-to yeah. when it comes to like fantasy romance is yeah. like fairies, but whatever I can get behind it sometimes. I really like them all except two. Hate age gap. Like anytime I see like an age gap recommendation, I'm like ugh. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's like it falls into like probably the same thing, but like best friends, like dad or best friends yes! mom or like whatever. Yes! I'm like. Mm. <laughs> Not for me, sweetheart. Like, yeah. next. I know. It's, like, no judgment, but also, like, I just can't do that. I know. Like, I've read yeah. ones like that, too. Like, yeah, where it's, like, or it's, like, the, the like, bodyguard of, like, a 17-year-old or out of run. I'm just, like, I can't. I can't. And then on our Like, I'm good birthday. with, like, you know, they're, like, oh, age gap, but it's, like, five or less years. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, we totally. can stretch it. But anything yeah. that's, like, oh, somebody's grandpa, you know, and I'm, like, <laughs> Oh, we went too far. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so today, uh, as you all know, we are discussing My Life with the Walter Boys. And we want to give a spoiler warning out front that we will be discussing that book. And it's TV series. It was made into a Netflix series. There's one season out, 10 episodes, really fun watch. But we won't spoil anything that comes after that. Which we don't have too much tea because it is currently a standalone book, but it is going to be a sequel. And we do have a little bit of things to discuss about that. But yeah, basically no spoilers outside of the TV show and and the book. So it was written by Ali Novak. She published it on November 11th, 2014. It's a Wattpad original, which you gotta love. And it stars a 16-year-old girl who is forced to move to rural Colorado. She's from New York because her parents and her sister Lucy die in a tragic car crash. The book starts three months after the car crash at the time she's like staying with her uncle Richard in New York, but because he's like a busy businessman, it's not working out and he tells her that she's moving to Colorado. Do you like this premise? The whole family dies. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> okay, first of all, I I have mixed mixed reviews on this because her family dies in the car. She just has no other family. No, like, I, like, know. That's I know. No I know. other immediate family, nothing. Like totally. I was like, okay. Totally. Sure. Um honestly, f- but from like a I'm going to say like a literary standpoint because mm-hmm. I know nothing about I'm just here to enjoy the literature. <laughs> yeah. But like it is a good setup, obviously. Yeah, it makes it easy. And so this this trope comes a lot like up in books, like the dead parents and stuff like that. And it's like it makes it easy. Forced then... proximity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like because like 
they don't have to include them or their storylines. And, like, I guess because the family that she moves into is comprised of 12 kids, like, there's no more room for extra side characters. So, like, I guess it makes sense. But I just think that, like, I hate when books start off with a premise like this because it's, like, if this happened, this girl would be, like, probably, like, she has survivor's guilt, obviously, but, like, in real life, it's, like, she'd probably be, like, in and out of the hospital in heavy counseling, taking a break from school, like, on meds, like, being watched all the time, whereas, like, she just, like, (laughs) like... She's, like, I spent a week in bed. I was inconsolable. (laughs) I put on my chinos and my button down, and we're ready to go. Literally. She's just, like, okay, I'm good now. Um, And it does... Uh, like, it, the book does touch on her survivor's guilt for sure because we learned that she was, like, actually in the car when this happened. She has, like, frequent nightmares and stuff like that. But, like, in general, she seems to be coping way better than anyone ever actually would be in real life. So she flies to Colorado and she is staying with her mom's best friend, Catherine, um, who owns, like, a ranch and houses 12 kids. 10 of those kids are her own kids. They're all blonde. And then she has two nephews that also live with her. So there's Will, who's 21. He's in college and engaged to his high school sweetheart. Cole, who's 17. He's a senior at high school and into cars. He also used to play football. His twin, Danny, who's seven, also 17, um, who's head of the theater club. Isaac, 16, he's obsessed with girls. He's one of the nephews. And Lee, who's 15, he's a skater, also one of the nephews. Then there's Alex, who's 16, who's into video games. Je- like, Jesus Christ. Like, Nathan, who's 14 and is a musician and has epilepsy, which we hear about in the book. Jack and Jordan, who are 12 years old and twins, very into, like, videotaping everything. Parker, who's into tackle football, and Zach and Benny, who are five years old and twins. It's just, it's too much. It's, (laughs) it's, it's too much. I really, and, like, half of them are twins. I really think it should have just been, like, literally, Danny, cool, twins, Jack and Jordan, twins, Zach and Benny, twins, like, this is just not fair to Catherine. So I just think that they should have slimmed it down to like my life with the Walter boys, the five of them or something. <laughs> like, right. Cheaper by the dozen was already made. <laughs> literally, which I feel like this author, Ali Novak, is a Hillary Duff fan because this is very reminiscent of Cheaper by the Dozen. And then Jackie, the main character, wants to go to Princeton which is very a Cinderella story. Princeton girl? Yeah, literally she's Princeton girl. <laughs> like, so the general book is about uh, Walter family hijinks and how Jackie fits into that. So we get to, you know, like see fun stories about Jackie connecting with each of the Walter kids. Also, it's so unfair to Parker because they always say Walter boys, Walter boys, Walter boys. And it's like, there's actually a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a pick me and I'm kind of a misogynist, but that's probably because she's been referred to as a Walter boy for her, you know, nine years of existence. 
So when Jackie is introduced to the Walter boys, they're all fucking dicks to her. <laughs> like I actually felt so bad because Catherine and George, I feel like are really good parents and really kind. That came through in the book and in the TV show. Yeah. But like the boys and Parker have a little bit of fucking toot on them. Oh, not a little bit. <laughs> a lot. And even like, it's not just like when they met her, it's like, in Cole's interactions with her, it's like one minute he's like super nice, romantic, and the other times he's like a huge fuckboy, and then he's like, "But I did all these things for you." Oh my god! I yeah, but you're him. also a jackass, so like they don't like cancel each other out. One hundred percent. And maybe this is like you know because they all are boys, and except for Parker, <laughs> but she like takes after them. Yeah. Even though they're like twenty, well. Will apparently is like mature beyond his years, but all the other ones are like actually just five years old. Yeah, and that's probably because you have 12 kids and they, even though Catherine and George are doing their best, can't probably give adequate attention to their fucking kids. <laughs> but yeah, you can tell that like they're close, but there's like some dynamics. They play night games, which I thought was really fun, like kick the can and stuff like that. And like ghosts in the graveyard, it was it felt like how I grew up. So I was like, oh, that's really cute. They have a pact where they don't tattle on each other. It felt like how I grew up as well until I reached age 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. That's so true. That's. And then I'm not running around the street with my neighborhood kids at age 17. Like... <laughs> that's so true. Like, Let's play tag. Cole. Yeah, mm. yeah, you're right. Cole, literally, why are you playing this? And Danny for that yeah but yeah there's just like so many people you like can't really keep up with them like jackie can't neither can i and there's so many kids that like half of them aren't even really mentioned like literally didn't hear from zach once in the book so it's like why didn't you just make it a singular brother i'm not sure he's even in the show no no yes we'll talk about that they um i think they are like one or two kids less in the show which i think was a good artistic decision yeah there's a few hijinks that happens like isaac steals jackie's towel and her clothes while she's in the shower just to like rip down the shower curtain to get back to her room um, something that Cole and Isaac had a bet about that she wouldn't make it to school. Jackie and Nathan run in the morning. So there's like these moments where she's either connecting at, with- yeah, either at odds or connecting with one of the sibs. Uh, but she describes them all as hot, like right off the bat and like describes their bodies in like vivid details. Like there's a lot abs. of abs in that thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> So many abs. And I guess it's because... It's like this 15-year-old, she's going running with Nathan, and she's like, oh my god, abs. Abs. And then she's like, sees Isaac eating breakfast, and she's like, Like, abs. And then she sees Cole and stuff like that. Like, it's just so... Pre-puberty, we're rocking the eight abs. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) Also, this girl, honestly, girl after my own heart, but it's like, you can just tell. And I mean, Allie, not Jackie, like... She obviously was, like, into, like, I feel like it was very, like, Justin Bieber. Or that's the type of guy that I'm picturing in my head when she describes this is, like, a 2014 Justin Bieber. True. I can see it. <laughs> Long blonde hair swished over. Exactly. So all the kids at their school treat the boys like they're the Cullen family. So, like, it's literally the scene where... The Cullens walk into the cafeteria all wearing white and Jessica's describing how everyone's obsessed with them and like that's what the Walter boys are which like to be honest 
they are all basic bitches. Like, none of them, no offense, have, like, any super, like, redeeming qualities. Yeah, and from someone who's never seen Twilight, I can still picture that like image in my head yes because we see we've seen it over and over again in like cool girl movies too where they like walk down the hallway and everyone mm-hmm. just like parts that's this these kids are literally like farm kids like, <laughs> like no and no they're... they are poor farm kids <laughs> like like <laughs> their spare time like helping around the ranch probably in like <laughs> some some plaid flannel <laughs> just like they barely have time to shower in the morning because there's so many of them yeah so they probably stink (laughs) (laughs) and everyone's just like that that's my man (laughs) yeah yeah it's so fucking crazy so basically from the get-go cole is flirting with jackie which is also wild because it's like this is gonna be like your new sister basically And I would say, and this is, I think we'll get to this when we talk about, you know, problems with the book and the age of the author and maybe the maturity of her. But it's like the way that he flirts slash treats her is so chauvinistic and like a dirty dog. So like, for example, there's a scene where the family is having spaghetti dinner. She ends up with a bunch of spaghetti on her shirt for whatever reason. She goes and showers. He brings her Chinese food. Very cute. Like, love that move. And then he's, like, sitting in her bed, and she comes in in a towel. He mentions, like, she's like, well, I have to change. Like, yeah, like, And he's like, you can just stay in the towel. And I was like, okay, that's, like, wild then he notes that she's not wearing underwear which i was like okay also wild like i would have like she's 16 and he's 17 like that just would have never happened to me or i wouldn't know anyone that was saying that at that age and then um he says she's like we can't like eat in my bed like i sleep there and he's like well do you want to like do other things in the bed i was like it's like day one you fucking horn dog (laughs) (laughs) not only are you she's just moved in she's like your new like sort of like for lack of a better term like step sibling Mm -hmm. her family literally has all just perished (laughs) in like a horrible accident (laughs) and you're just like (laughs) going straight for it (laughs) just just yeah like straight in here's your chinese let's now let's bang. do it yeah <laughs> like 100 percent. which like first maybe... of all chinese <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> no, no, no. it makes you gassy it makes you the, it's the least romantic thing ever like it's you have like garlic breath <laughs> no, no also it's like where did he get that because they live in rural colorado on a farm in a like on a fucking homestead so like that like those little things bug me so much in the show he brings her a sandwich which i was like that's a lot more realistic yeah because who's delivering to them out there in the boonies totally and he's not like he didn't have enough time to like run into town and bring that back so that just made no sense to me also i will the one thing i will give him is that he seems like emotionally stunted (laughs) so like maybe that this is his only mode with talking about girls is to be like a flirt 
Because I feel like it's like he's either a flirt to a girl or a douche to a guy and then just like, like that's yeah. his Yeah, I also feel like. <laughs> his wall is. Yeah, up. I also feel like, okay, this is what, like, probably like grade nine-ish, grade 10-ish. Like, I feel like that is like the the fantasy, like the, the, the boys that were liked then they were like obnoxious it was like hot and cold it was like the the picking on you type of it's like that's what we're seeing here i feel like the author's like age may be coming to play yeah that's actually a really good point whereas like if you were our age 21 28 and 31 we'd be like i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i'm I'm still 21 i'm I'm an almost 30 year old teenager but it's like if a guy talked to me like this now i'd be like ew but then i would have been like oh my god right let me go write in my journal yeah like obsessed so we're learning that cole is a playboy he has a revolving door um of girls at the walter house that his parents don't know about which he is like fully having sex with which again like my (laughs) my version ass at the time was like would have been like oh my god like I like that's insane <laughs> that he's like sneaking a girl into their house. Also, like we just have to go back to like the house is so busy; it's repeatedly talked about in the book. No one gets any time to themselves. Blah blah blah. Like you hear everything, and he's just like successfully sneaking all these girls in without his parents knowing. Like just all this stuff. Where are the parents? <laughs> like... Yeah, and like, doesn't he share a room? Where is Danny? Yeah, Danny is watching theater or, like, movies in the rec room downstairs, I guess. Um, But we find out that he lost his football scholarship due to an injury. And Nathan explains at one point that ever since then, he's, like, been sleeping with a bunch of girls. They call each other New York and Colorado. Do you like that nickname? Okay, look. <laughs> I like it coming from him. Yeah. Her using it, I'm like, mm, no, it, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, because he starts calling her New York, and then, like, halfway through the book, she's like, okay, Colorado, and then, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's cute. I thought it was fine. It's not the most offensive thing I've heard in a book. Trust me, I've heard way worse of nicknames. But yeah, not the not the best either. So she goes to school. Everyone knows that her whole family has died. It's again very Bella Swan, which again this book was written in 2014. Twilight came out in I think like 2006, and so you can tell that it's like new girl, small town, fresh meat, and everyone you know like wants to be her friend. Um, and know what like her deal is uh, she meets two girls one is named heather and i swear to god i listened to this via audiobook which i don't normally do but i wanted to like read the book but also like clean my house and so i literally <laughs> you love a good multitasker yes i took nine pages of notes i do not know what this bitch's name is it's heather and something but she makes two friends in the, in the show sure. <laughs> like, i also can't recall like, literally just because no the, the friends were like a non-entity to me <laughs> I, I actually found them very fucking annoying <laughs> um same with in the tv show so i just like oh, moved he- on from any of their scenes yes heather and i think she's renamed in the tv show but fuck she was annoying in the 
Okay, okay but like I needed I needed like all of them to take a fucking Xanax and just sit in the corner and chill because like the level of obsession that was not healthy for one and two was grating on my nerves. I know. Like literally Heather one time shows in the TV show shows up at Jackie's house to just figure out what happened at this like party and then like leaves. Like why did you drive all the way to their home homestead? <laughs> for a two-minute conversation like text a bitch like oh god it's so fucking annoying anyways everyone girls her about the walter boys and why she's living there and it's nice that she has friends to like show her around and stuff like that but the friends like care more about the boys than they do about fucking jackie no literally like literally. it's so transactional that's all they talk about is like they're gonna be boys. the ones who start the ready to be petty podcast later on to keep up with all the drama <laughs> yeah literally so jackie and cool their relationship is heating up um they are in the loft of their barn and he measures her height on the wall and like marks it very cute classic i feel like rom-com move he shows her how to swing into a hail a hay pile the hay is scratchy i know this this is the thing about and like dirty and stinky (laughs) and fucking gross like i would have broken out into hives and and cole would have been like what what's going on i'm like oh i have like hay fever (laughs) cole like picks the piece of hay out of my hair and he's like oh you're kind of red and blotchy on your neck like are you okay (laughs) I'm like, no. I'm like, get my EpiPen. (laughs) (laughs) Not the red and blotchy. I can like (laughs) feel that to my core. I know. I know. But no, I like, this is cute on film and in the book, but IRL, this is fucking heinous. But like, (laughs) yeah, he like shows her how to jump from like the loft to like the hay pile down below. They almost kiss. This is also fucking wild to me in the book. Then he's like, let me take you on a horseback ride. And I would assume two horses. Nope. Mm -mm, They share in that. They fucking share a horseback ride. (laughs) That was nuts to me. (laughs) Now there's intimacy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's very, very cute. He takes her to a pond and then pushes her in. (laughs) What if she can't swim? Uh, yeah, or she's like, this is, we know this from living in Canada. Sometimes people fall into icy lakes and stuff like that because it's so cold. It like shocks your system and you like drown because you like just your body can't like process. I don't, I just like, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't like this. Cause this was spring. I think it wasn't like, because she's talking about how cold the water was. And I think he mentions like, oh, we'll have to come back like in the summer, summer or something. Yeah, I'm unsure. It definitely was because they were still in school. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is spring because then they graduate. So it'd be like June then. But yeah, in the TV show, it takes place in the fall and the winter. So Alex and Jackie get to know each other more. He shares that he had a crush on a girl named Mary forever. They finally started dating um, and they were dating for a few weeks before she cheated on him with Cole. And that's why they had like a little bit of sibling rivalry um but mary wants alex back and alex is just reiterating to jackie that cole doesn't date girls only hooks up with them 
is a fuckboy, etc., etc. That was said a bunch of times in the book by, like, several different brothers. Just yeah. so we, like, 100% get the point. I know Nathan said it at the beginning when they were, like, going to school or something. Danny and... says it. Cole, uh, Alex says it. Like, guys, also get your own life. <laughs> like, like, right. Like, <laughs> no, but, like, it is repetitive. Which, again, we can talk about when we talk about the author's age. Because, like, I feel like people are going to be shocked. But you can start to see that there is, like, a jealousy between Cole and Alex. What happens next? Uh, Cole starts playing games as Jackie starts playing games with Alex. Okay, yeah, this also was very interesting so cole is starting to like feel jackie out a little bit but jackie is also kind of vibing with alex so she studies with him because they're in the same like english class they end up playing gathering of gods which is like anatomy oh anatomy class okay yes anatomy class thank you thank you they play gathering of gods which is like a what's a wow knockoff world of warcraft knockoff probably and then cole like sees them hanging out and is jelly one day he turns off her alarm clock and tells the boys because they all ride to school together that jackie wants to go in his car and because he turns off her alarm she wakes up late and she has nothing else to wear like (laughs) nothing like nothing in her whole closet so he gives her a pair of Catherine's old jeans and his football jersey this was fucking insane like this made no sense after what we know about uptight type a studious prepared miss jackie yeah it's honestly i can i can sort of get behind the football jersey as like know a cute thing oh i have nothing to wear like oh you know he hasn't broken it out since he broke his leg and you know it's but why the mom's jeans (laughs) that really like stuck out to me and created an image of like you know the jeans are dragging on the floor (laughs) she's got the the, like button-up waist isn't done because she's got to roll it down a couple times to like even like make it it was just you know like a, f- a 16 year old wearing like a pair of like mom jeans it, yeah the whole it, w- it was quite the image i will give them that but yeah i don't know why just because she didn't have time to shower or straighten her hair <laughs> she suddenly had to put on scraps for clothes <laughs> totally like i think it would have been better if it was like oh my god i because she had a she had a test or whatever that she had to get to school for so it's like i i think it would be better if she was like oh my god i'm gonna be late she runs to the car in her pajamas cole is running too so he like is helping her get to class on time and then she's like oh my god i'm in like a tank top and shorts and he's like oh in the back of my car i have this jersey toss it on like that makes more sense (laughs) it does it does. And also because, like, he had to go fetch the jersey from wherever it was. Yeah. She couldn't, like, sort through her own drawers and, like... Find something else. Put on some... She claims she doesn't own a pair of sweats, which, fine. But, like, can't no, she wear the she, pants she wore the no, other day? No, she claimed she didn't own a pair of jeans before arriving to Colorado. Because what the fuck else did cool teens in New York wear? Slacks? Like, 24-7. I guess so. Like, yeah. so horrendous. You only I, wear dress pants. Only, yeah, only business cash. But, like, I guess also to give her one benefit of the doubt is that, benefit of the doubt is that she did go to a school with uniforms. 
So yes. maybe she doesn't have as many like casual clothes. But anyways, whatever. They get to school. Her test is fine or whatever. She's going to her next class. And it's the class with Cole. And Mary, Alex's ex, ex-girlfriend, approaches Jackie and makes fun of her dead mom. So she's like having a panic ta- attack in the hallway. Cole walks by and is like, let's not go to class. Let's skip class. And she does. They go to a empty warehouse where they like to drink and party. And it's four guys and two girls. Yeah, the ratio. <laughs> ratio not good. Ratio is off. Ratio <laughs> is like that this is going to end up in a newspaper. Like this is fucked. Mm-hmm. Like Warehouse? We couldn't. Do like all, behind warehouse, the school like an, or something. Right. It's a warehouse an hour away. Yeah. So you're really just wasting that gas money for a simple <laughs> roof over your head yeah like go to the park yes go to the forest yes go to like an arcade or something like that it was it was so weird and creepy but he offers her a beer in the passenger seat of the car as they're driving the one hour to the warehouse again fucking wild Again, not that I was not doing this in high school, too. (laughs) But, like, just seeing it written in the book, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Scandalous. Yeah, pro clutchy. So they get drunk. They play spin the bottle. But their version, if you don't like who it lands on, you just get to choose. Which, again, (laughs) I was like, that does not – like, no one's ever played it that way, ever. But they, the bottle lands on two girls when Cole is spinning it and it lands between Jackie and another girl and he chooses to kiss Jackie. And they actually- He says he gets to choose. Yeah. Which like, again, okay. So they kiss, which again, wild. Um, Because it states that she hasn't kissed anyone before. Yes. And she's drunk and Cole's older and it sucks that their first kiss was this because usually in like rom-coms uh like it's it's better than this but um she pushes him off and he says that's okay jackie i got what i wanted (laughs) zero out of ten canceled he's over like Like, that was gross (laughs) that was like actually to me irredeemable (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad she fucking leaves the warehouse crying and it sounds yeah it's giving like rapey oh absolutely yes it's giving like i got what i wanted even though you didn't agree like it's giving no it's 100 non-consensual and like honestly fucked because it's like yeah it's like that's what i got what i wanted that's what like when people assault other people, it's what they want above what the other person wants to satisfy right. and gratify their needs, not, you know, this like over this person's well-being. Now, obviously, it's not that deep in a teen. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the author didn't mean it like this, but reading oh, right. it as an adult, I was just like, oh, fuck, fuck this guy. Yeah. He is a fucking loser. But I know, I know that the author didn't mean it to be like this jackie leaves the bar barn or the warehouse she's crying um cole goes to comfort her which i guess is nice he drives her home and call and she calls him coley and it's very much that's your look connie baby don't even compare (laughs) one of my favorite scenes that 
flaming pile of garbage. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're right. You're right. But like it was like no, I know the the summary to your pretty comparisons. We're gonna talk about this in the TV show. Section. Yeah, let's. Yeah, but like I have thoughts. I know, but like it's just laughable. Like it's like it is. It's like it you, is. you you fucking wish my life with the Walter boys. Like you fucking yeah. wish. I mean, um, Netflix wishes, but we'll touch on that. Yes, yes, absolutely. So uh, she throws up on the side of the road. Hot. Yeah, fucking Nardaddy. <laughs> I've, I don't know, we've all been there. And some of us have not, actually, yeah, we have. <laughs> Let me take that back. And they get back to the Walter um, homestead, and Alex is woken up, takes her to bed at the request of Catherine, and she asks him to kiss her. Okay, that was, like, Fifty Shades of Embarrassing for me that I just had to, like, keep turning the page and, like, keep reading so I could move past that. I know. Because that was so far out of left field at that, like, moment in time and whatnot that, like, I was like, okay, cringe. Like, you you just, you know, I wish I saw that happen in real life. Like, people just, like, went to bed drunk and just asked whoever was putting them to bed first of all putting them to bed just like for a kiss no i know and like i is it to retaliate against cole being a dick i can't come up with a reason for (laughs) such a random ask however i think it's um because like let's say this is our grade 12 english class and we're like where's the symbol you know all that random stuff they ask you to do yes um i do think it's because like alex has written as her like comfort person yeah um throughout the book so um i think that's like her wanting to be comforted you know she's probably feeling like shit she's just like been through like a stressful situation with cole and her first kiss and it not going how she wanted to and like feeling all kinds of things because she's drunk that that she's like let me just make this better and i can (laughs) slash you with alex and just forget everything happened yeah fucking dumb dumb um the next day alex is super jealous and mad at her for skipping class with cole and jackie tells cole that she wants them to chill out because of alex and like you said she really notes that he's come like comfortable and safe where Cole makes her feel restless and adventurous and like this is a good premise of a book I think like I do think that this is just really like IRL but you do want a person I think I think what I want to say is like maybe it's not so black and white or like IRL it's like you want a person that pushes you out of your comfort zone but also can be safe and comfortable whereas like in this book it's basically being like she would be like unsafe with Cole and yeah but like bored as fuck with Alex yeah like Alex is giving family member in this book yeah yeah um also it's it's hard to define or like really like what she said it really is like super black and white in this book in terms of Cole being like practically dangerous yeah to Alex being like steady and calm but like we really don't get a lot of Alex in the book like no the only reason they're like they have a few moments of like them studying together or them in class together that like shows that they're friends but other than that it's just written as like oh you know they hang out in the same group of friends and oh they go to this let's say game night together yeah, or whatever like pizza night not or whatever, like yeah. 
we don't get individual scenes with Alex in the in the book like we do with Cole. One hundred percent. The next scene is actually fucking insane. So I think it's like later that weekend or whatever. Cole is grounded. He blames the grounding on Jackie. Uh, but yeah, Cole and Jackie are grounded. They watch a horror movie, even though they're not supposed to watch TV. So that that was a little weird. Well, for context, the whole family is going camping. Yeah, but they have to stay home. And if they stay home and look after Alex because he's sick, mm-hmm. their their grounding gets cut in half, in half or something. And yeah. they only have to be grounded till the, for the rest of the week. Uh, but if they do want to go camping, then they're they're still grounded or for a long period of time and cole thinks the grounding is jackie's fault because she came home drunk even though that's i mean it's, it's true but like Catherine was waiting up to him. Yeah. yeah and he like suggested skipping class and provided the beer dumb as fuck and so i guess when the whole family has gone camping and alex is i think they asked alex to watch or yeah but, but he didn't want like, to yeah he wants to get in another game of gathering of gods while his parents are not i don't know why he has to play it in in like under the radar when his parents aren't home but yeah one of the biggest nerds i've ever read um. literally and so they watch a horror movie which jackie doesn't want to watch but of course this is so like again when you're 13 and the guy chooses a horror movie just so the girl's like scared and like touching him like Okay, but he admits that's why he picked it. No, I know. It's just like, okay, you have the emotional intelligence of a 14-year-old. But the power cuts out. Um, Jackie and Alex go downstairs to fix the generator, but they get locked in the basement. So they play cards by candlelight. That's not the weird part. This is the insane part. They decide to all sleep in the living room because the power is out, which I guess is nice. They wake up. And- oh, <laughs> don't say it don't say it over the course of the night both guys had moved so close to her that they were both holding her that's so fucked up <laughs> okay, now we're borderline incestuous yes. because homeboy number one was supposed to be on the couch and homeboy yeah. number two was supposed to be in the recliner yeah but they both and for moved. some reason jackie can't sleep on the there's like three couches yeah but like one of them is having a leak so jackie has to move to the floor which yeah. okay it's a cute idea that like you know the power went out let's all see if you get i ain't sleeping on the floor over my bed i know my i know nice i know why do, you, why do you need the power anyways i guess it's because she's scared but like i don't know it, ju- it just made no sense yeah so there was a leak so she had to move and then cole couldn't sleep because he was on the recliner so then he moves then they all end up sleeping next to each other and then like they wake up and like one of their arms yeah, is it like was... slung over Jackie's tummy. I was like, <laughs> yeah, one over her belly, right, and one holding her hand or something. Like yeah, that. yes, yes. That it was <laughs> interesting because there is a clear written part where like Cole's already like laying next to her on the floor or whatever. There is a clear written part about Alex asking for her permission to lay next to her. And there's there's no part for Cole. It's just like he's laying there next to her. He's practically like cuddled up. Yeah. Yeah. There ain't no room for Jesus between them. No, and there's that just shows the difference between Alex and Cole as people. It does and it doesn't. And we'll get to that because I think Alex <laughs> has some major red flags. Oh no. So Alex is more Jeremiah. To come on that. No, Alex <laughs> is Jeremiah. Like one hundo B. Like <laughs> 
Okay, okay. Jackie gets a call from Sammy, her her New York friend. She shares all her woes about Cole. She this is the funniest line in the whole fucking book. But her friend Sammy is like, "Oh my god, you had sex!" Like <laughs> yeah, right away, just like yeah, jumps right into that. Literally, like, she she's like, "I slept oh. with Cole last night," and she was like, "What? You you had <laughs> sex and you didn't call me?" And she's like, "No, I slept <laughs> next to him. You fucking freak!" And she's like, "Oh, that's not interesting." Yeah. <laughs> And then she's like, okay, what are your props? And then she's like, well, Cole is a chauvinist. <laughs> but then she's like, she's so she's like, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard not to like him, though. And she's like, but that's not the real reason. I feel guilty because my family is dead. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, no boyfriends with a dead family. No, no. It's not because he's a chauvinistic pig. It's because <laughs> your family's dead. I was fucking, I was crying. <laughs> So the next day or, or whatever, Parker and Jackie are playing Mario Kart. Parker is like a little pick me, like is so mean to Jackie, hates anything that's like feminine coded, only like wants to do boy, quote unquote boy stuff. But Parker leaves and Alex comes in and they play together and Jackie wins all of the games. And then she was like, uh, no, Alex is like, don't tell anyone because like I'm known for being the video game guy. And then he kisses her and Cole walks in. Cringe all around. Cole's pissed. He leaves. But it's his and Danny's birthday because remember, Cole has a fraternal twin and Jackie and Nathan get get him like a gaming system or something that's like really expensive. And Jackie basically pays for it. And Jackie gets Danny a plane ticket voucher to New York because all of the Walter boys, this is sad, have never been on a plane, have never, like, traveled before. And he really wants to go to New York to watch theater. And Jackie basically finds out the Walters are poor and feels bad. Meanwhile, she literally has her own private jet. (laughs) She's like, she's like, what? People have never been on a plane before? When I was in New York, my mom would just take me down to Miami on the weekend because we needed a little bit of sun. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, you didn't notice that you're living on like the shabbiest in the shabbiest <laughs> house known to man. Like <laughs> and like you're there's 12 kids that are relying on a like a dual income family. Like like you didn't realize you're eating sloppy joes <laughs> for dinner. Yeah. And canned spaghetti sauce. Like, fucking wake up, bitch. Wake the fuck up. (laughs) Alex invites... This was also fucking wild. Alex invites Jackie to Mary's party and says you should just get over what she said to you that made you have a panic attack. And she really doesn't want to go. So Alex goes and she's at the house and Cole's like, get up, get out of bed. Uh, You're coming to this party. And he's like, do you have anything in this closet that's hot? And, then, <laughs> and he picks out this like LBD and she's like, oh my God, that's Lucy's. Lucy's club wear. Lucy's club wear, which like, again, so good. She's like, I don't know how that got there. And it's like, how do you not know? Again, when you're like a type A bitch. So Cole takes her to this party. And when Alex sees that Cole and Jackie came together, he gets mad. And then Cole this little fucking twerp kisses her forehead and is like yeah we did come together so alex freaks out and then 
Mary confronts Jackie and then she um, just like runs away. <laughs> she literally like runs like <laughs> like literally runs outside away outside of the neighborhood and, and calls then is, like, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, what would have been easier calling Catherine in the front yard of this person's house? <laughs> but you it just would have like, been ran. easier and a bit less embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Probably not going with Cole in the first place to this raging bitch's party. Mm-hmm. And two, call an Uber. Literally, literally. So the next morning, Nathan, who is the musician, the 14-year-old, he has a seizure. He's diagnosed with epilepsy. And Lee, uh, when they're trying to visit her, him at the hospital. This was wild. Yeah, this was wild. It's like, you can't come into the hospital room because you're not part of our family. And he's like, you'll never be part of the family. Actually, it was rude. I felt offended on her behalf. Yeah, it, it was really rude and like kind of out of nowhere because... It was out of pocket. It was out of pocket because up until this point, it seemed like Jackie had, you know, made amends with living in Colorado. She's having all of these good interactions with the Walter Sibs and the parents. So it was fucking wild. So what does she do? She runs to Will's apartment who... The family didn't call Will to be like, hey, your bro just had a seizure. Like, he's in the hospital. Jackie tells him, and she's really upset. He ends up going to the hospital. She falls asleep on his couch, and Will asks Cole to come watch over her. Cole apologizes to her when she wakes up and says that he was jealous. And then reveals to Jackie that Mary told him that Alex broke up with her. And that's why they hooked up, which makes it 0% better. It doesn't even say they hooked up, though. They literally watched a film on the family movie couch. like Right. So I guess Alex was just assuming that they hooked up. Clarify that with your fucking brother. Like- he's also just like butthurt that like they watched a movie together. Which, right. Like, because I guess. your big boy panties. I guess. <laughs> like- yeah. Like, I guess Alex is just assuming that because Cole is like the hot one that maybe Mary would want to be with him instead of Alex. Right. Uh, But it was all a miscommunication. And once again, Jackie's having these realizations that Alex is a comfort and Cole makes her feel dangerous. And Alex then asks her to be his girlfriend and she says yes. But then Alex and Cole get into a fight over Jackie. Fucking, this is actually insane. Cole says, you won the first round. Like, him being girlfriend boyfriend with Jackie but like he says something like you know I'll like finish the like war or whatever like that's insane that you're saying this and you're fighting over her like she's a fucking object mm-hmm. Alex kisses her in school but and she's like I would have liked it but I noticed that like it was because Mary was watching <laughs> like dump his ass these boys are fucking trash so all the Walter boys that night uh sneak out to TP the principal's house and Cole makes Jackie TP the balcony. They almost get caught because she gets, like, stuck on, like, the trellis or whatever. And Alex, Cole, and Jackie get into another fucking fight. And then Jackie's, like, so... I guess the they almost get caught because the principal comes out of the front door. And so Jackie has to, like, leave in a rush. And she leaves her sweater at the house, which has her name on it. But Lee retrieves the sweater and, like, saves the day. So then... Lee is explaining to Jackie that his mom left and his dad works in the military. So Catherine chose to take care of him and his brother. And he was worried that with Jackie's arrival, she would he would get less time with Catherine. So we like figure out why 
Lee was a dick to Jackie. Side note, though, if she has this black sweater that she puts on, you know, plain, whatever. Where was this when she was so late? I know. I know. And I know. I know. Had to put on the, the football jersey. I know. Instead of just a hoodie. I know. I know. Literally, that was right in her closet right when she needed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. So the Walter Boys host their annual big huge party when the parents go on their anniversary trip her friends explain that the walter boys invite a vip like exclusive group to go to the beach on their property or like the with the pond and they're excited because they're gonna actually get to experience the vip group because of jackie and so Jackie at the party meets Alex's friends and they're like fucking losers. Cool girl. <laughs> like wow. <laughs> like this literally the character, I think his name is Malcolm or something like that, like is written as the guy in the fedora that meets you on the street and is like, "Hello, madame," or like, "Hello, me lady." Like, <laughs> no, literally, like, literally, that's how he's talking in the book. And Alex is literally like shut the fuck up like why are you talking to her like that and he just continues he just continues so she's fucking pissed she goes to get them beers and cole pulls her aside into a clearing that is blooming with flowers and they argue about cole's jealousy and how jackie is dating alex and cole says i didn't know i had to spell it out for you after all the things i've done for you excuse I was literally me sitting there, like what things like that time you made me run out of the bathroom with the shower curtain that time you literally like got me drunk and then blamed me for the ground like that time that you literally like macked on all these girls in front of me and then turned around to be like oh my god jackie no it's actually you that i, I like, like huh like make it make sense like it just doesn't it doesn't the math Eight Mavin. Oh my god, it's so fucking insane. So she's like, fucking how dare you? Like after you made me jump in a hay bale and almost break my leg. (laughs) It's so bad. So uh, they get into this huge argument. She's really uh, mad at both Alex and Cole at this point. The next day, um, she's playing hide and go seek with some of the younger siblings and um she's hiding i think benny in the towel closet and cole is going to go take a shower so he's only in a towel and uh she hears one of the other siblings again like finish the count he's gonna go look for them so she quickly pulls cole into the closet so they're only in so he's only in a towel and they're like pressed up against each other in this closet and he says like he's like oh you did this like on purpose and stuff like that like and she's like, no, I didn't. Like, why would I do that? And he's like, so we can have hot, passionate sex. <laughs> Who the fuck says that at 17? You don't know what hot, passionate sex are is. <laughs> like, literally at 16 or 17, like, you do not know what, like, good sex is. Like, it pisses me off so bad. You're, like, and who says that? It just, it made no sense. Like, <laughs> it pisses me off so much. So You're, like, distraught, like. How could he say that? I had a good chuckle at that. Yeah, I was like wanted to throw my. Especially because he literally says that, and he doesn't know this, but like his like five year old brother is is, hidden in the the closet and also hearing that. Benny or whatever was like, just kiss already, and I was like, "Uh, that's your sibling, (laughs) like, and your step sibling, like, fucking 
mind your own business truly so they go to alex's baseball game and danny accuses jackie of liking cool and she's like oh my god how did you notice alex and jackie ride home on bikes it begins to storm uh they start making out in this like shelter and cool comes and picks them up because they can't finish their ride home let me just be clear here too because i think there's like now two points that you've you've stated that like alex and jackie are making out and whatnot they weren't like hot makeout scenes okay like don't like yeah. get it twisted <laughs> just for the audience here who's like hoping for some actual romance yeah zero um, like it's it was like it was one sentence of like they're making out and it was like then cool shows up yeah right totally it's like extremely pg it's like no one's getting handsy or anything like that like there's no steam like it's it's like a chased kiss (laughs) (laughs) but cool picks him up and he's mad obvi and so alex is like uh, why do you think Cole's mad at us? And Jackie's like, probably because he saw us making out. They go back to the house. They have a mud fight. Are mud fights real? I've like only been in one in like PEI with like the red mud. Like, oh, that's fun. It's like an event type of thing. If if someone is picking up some dirt on the ground <laughs> and throwing it in my face, they're not getting dirt back. They're getting my fist. Literally literally like it sounds so that is unclean yeah yeah it's obviously like ruining whatever i'm wearing and And if you got that in your eye or something catastrophic probably like little pebbles in it yeah and like no it's just it's it's a no it's a no for me dog they go to danny's play because he's in the theater club he kills it and he gets an acting camp offer in new york city for the summer again like okay high school musical like it's just like the references never ending school wraps up jackie gets all a's all is well it's time for will's wedding jackie receives a bouquet of roses from cole apologizing from for his mistakes first of all like insane roses I know. Is she a grandma? <laughs> no, like, I, I, I just. Why not the wildflowers that you took her to see? Like, which they do in the TV show. But like, it was, I don't know. It's so, it's so corny. Like, it's so fucking corny. She has to do Parker's hair and she has to ice to her cupcakes. But she's good at this because she's like little mini organizer girl. And <laughs> this is so bad. At the dinner, at the wedding, like they're at the fucking reception. Cool Alex and Jackie get into another fight. I feel like. All I'm saying in the latter half of this book is that Cole, Alex, and Jackie are fucking fighting. And Cole says, because like they're, Alex is like, you're just jealous that Jackie's my girlfriend. And Cole says, don't be shocked when she ends up my girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, but if there was like, if this was like a more, let's say, grown up novel. Yeah. And there was actually built tension and like, that, I would have been okay. I've, I've read that before that type of thing before mm-hmm. here it's just it falls flat it does it falls embarrassing <laughs> no seriously but like also just like how fucking dare you like if someone said that to me i would be fighting you like <laughs> if your sister and you were fighting over a guy yeah and she said that to you yeah don't don't be shocked when he ends up my boy i would literally my man my man i'd be like i literally would be like fuck you fucking bitch <laughs> I, like just the audacity of this man it, it's fucking insane alex gets super drunk at the wedding and so jackie puts him to bed 
she goes out and she's like, oh, I never even got to dance. And Cole's like, don't worry, this is our time. So they slow dance, which like the inappropriateness, wild. Cole's like, don't tell me I'm alone in this, which like is actually cute. I have to give it to him for this. So he's like, don't tell me I'm alone in this. Like after after all of that is fuckboy. Like I get it. After all the fighting and stuff like that is fuckboy. But like I thought that was cute. Okay, but he he ruined it because he 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 says that don't don't tell me I'm alone in this. Sure. And then boom, L bomb. I know, I know. Like, He's like, love just creeped up on me. I'm like, first of all, it's been like a month and you can hardly hang out without fighting. I know, and you don't talk to her. And you've never had... <laughs> you just force her to do things. <laughs> yeah, you've never really had a conversation with her. Like, except for like when you showed her the loft in the barn. Like, no, literally. He's like, oh my God, I love you. You just submit to everything I want. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But guess what, nice. Alex wasn't in bed he was listening so jackie starts crying she runs to the treehouse and danny's there to comfort her and jackie feels guilty for liking a guy and she's not remembering her family so again once again it's actually not that she likes two dumbass boys it's because her family is dead and danny infers that alex actually knows more than he lets on that she like alex knows that she likes cool and Danny tells Jackie she can go to New York with him for the summer. This is fucking wild. Uh, the parents okayed while Danny's at his acting camp for Jackie to live with him in her old apartment. Which is like, the boy is 17. She's 16. That like that just would never happen. Like, oh yeah, just live in New York by yourselves. Just across the country. Yeah. Two hormonal teenagers, no supervision. <laughs> Go get kidnapped. Absolute insanity. So Alex and Jackie finally talk, and Alex admits that Jackie was just a distraction from Mary and that he just wanted to beat Cole, which is crazy because Mary has proven herself to be a complete fucking raging bitch and a bully. Okay, this is the biggest red flag ever that Alex is like, I was just using you to get back with Mary mary like even though like maybe he's just like inept at seeing reality or what or what because if he talked to cole he'd realize that mary's the one who played him and like told cole these lies just so she could get with both brothers yeah she literally was a bully to jackie and said like one of the nastiest things like Imagine shit talking someone who literally, like, to their face, whose family just died and making fun of them about it. Like, yeah. And Cole's just like, actually, I really just want, or Alex is like, I really just wanted to get back with her. Why? Literally, why? She's a fucking bitch. And then, and Jackie is like completely unoffended by this about him saying, I just wanted to beat Cole at something. I would have been like, so you don't actually like (laughs) me and you were just using me. Like, that's rude. I would have pushed him. Actually, they're not in the trios anymore. But if they were in the trios, I would have pushed him out of the trios. That is actually one of the meanest things that you could ever say to somebody. Um, Like, I would have a complex about that for the rest of my life. Especially if you are a teen girl and someone is like, you know what? I just wanted to beat my brother in something. I was using you. Yeah, ruined. Fucking ruined. I'd be sitting like, crying like Trisha Paytas in my kitchen (laughs) on the floor with my bucket of ice cream. Like truly yeah so bad but she feels relief instead of anger because 
you know because she was using him too because she's also a piece of shit and (laughs) she's also a bad person and she actually likes cole (laughs) literally literally. so because the school year had wrapped up it's danny and cole's graduation party and cole is in his shed all day working on his car he says to jackie that fixing cars is what he's doing in place of football and he's so macho. I know. Cars, I know. Football, I, know I know. And Jackie, this is your man. This is who you <laughs> choose to lay with. Like, it's literally so embarrassing. So he's like, I'm going to move into Will's apartment because I'm graduated now. And Will and Haley moved in together to another apartment. And you go on to New York. We'll see you in three months. So the day comes where Jackie and Danny are heading to New York. And Catherine shows Jackie a mural that she painted of her of the family and Jackie's in it. And she has this moment that she's like really sad leaving and that this really is her family and that she's like, you know, has made peace with what has happened to her over the last couple months. And then when I tell you that this is the most embarrassing thing I've read on on a fucking page. (laughs) I actually, I texted you, Jen, and I was like, no, this isn't actually happening. So the whole family is taking Jackie and Danny to the airport to go to New York. And they're like, who the fuck is driving behind (laughs) us like a lunatic? And they're like, is that Cole's uh, (laughs) Buick? (laughs) Restored Buick? And then Cole calls Jackie and is like, pull over. So she makes George pull over on the side of the highway. It starts (laughs) raining. She runs back to the restored Buick and Cole's like, the timing wasn't right, but I like you. I don't want you to leave like this. Enjoy your time. You're three months in New York, but like, I want us to leave on good terms and I want to have one real kiss with you. And they kiss in the rain. And that's the end of the book. <laughs> like when I tell you, I want to say this. I am a harsh critic. I rarely give books over a three on Goodreads. I'm a ruthless. Like I have like DNF'd books for the main character wearing galaxy leggings. Like I will, <laughs> like I will not finish a book for like the oddest reason. I really actually liked this book, and then the that is the one of the worst endings. It's like when in 10 not how to lose a guy in 10 days when matthew mcconaughey is riding the motorcycle and i think kate is in the taxi the new york taxi and he's trying to get her attention like on the brooklyn bridge so they can get together absolutely embarrassing like just humiliating stuff i have to agree humiliated is the word i i was humiliated and i i sat here with my kindle and I, I was like, where are the next pages? Like, where, where is my, I don't know what I was looking for, but I was looking for more. <laughs> me too, me too. And it would make sense if there was a second book that you could pick up about fucking the fall or whatever. But there isn't. Because I was like, <laughs> we went through all that fighting and all that immaturity of Cole throughout the book for one real kiss and the last <laughs> few sentences. I was like, first of all, I feel gypped because... Yeah. At least in the show, we got that nice barn scene at the end. But th- it really was just like, f- first of all, in in the 
final like page and a half and it's talking about how you know right after danny and cole's graduation party will moved in with Haley, and cole just dipped he left the family farm and he moved into wills and then she had probably like a week or something where before she left to new york and he was just a wall so already you're like okay fuck that kid like he's like I'm leaving and you're not even going to come spend time with me like rude yeah yeah and it's or like or what could have happened is she leaves for New York New York and then he surprises her in New York but he's poor <laughs> so he couldn't do that right <laughs> right this is his own but option. it's also like it's also like we had to throw in the restored Buick that was like <laughs> very prominent and also like first of all road safety don't don't text and drive or call and uh, call and 100%. drive. One hundred percent, especially don't if the weather is bad. Yeah, don't ask your dad when it's raining to pull over on the side of a highway. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he literally calls Jackie and is like, "Tell George to pull over." <laughs> like, tell my dad to pull over. I would have been like, "That's embarrassing." Like, can't you meet her at the airport with mm-hmm. like, flowers mm-hmm. or something Roses and like in particular some sort of privacy? Yeah, um, like away from the whole fam jam. And it was just very, like, she was like, oh, my God, I thought you were going to leave without saying goodbye. And, like, no. 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 She was, like, hook, line, and sinker. And I was like, girl, stand the fuck up. This boy has treated you like a bag of shit for six months. Yeah. Ali, we didn't need to talk about that that ending because. Him uh, driving recklessly on a highway is what's winning you over. It's so bad. Yeah, it was just embarrassing and like i've yeah. been there <laughs> like, I, I hope not <laughs> but like and now we know better and i want i want better for our girl like seriously <laughs> okay let's get into some roundtable topics uh some internet investigation this is our cursory peruse of the internet of things you need to know about this book i said this at the top of the show but it was originally posted on wattpad icons only on wattpad yeah. Yeah. like no no qualms there ali novak as we have referred to throughout this whole episode was 15 years old at the time of writing it which it explains a lot of how she's okay with Jackie being okay with these boys awful behavior but I'm not gonna lie the book I thought was well written yeah I mean I probably couldn't have done it well I know I could not because I tried yeah (laughs) (laughs) we've all had the author phase like we've tried right yeah (laughs) Yeah. and that was it wasn't going anywhere so props to her for actually I think I wrote about talking cats so you know So, so she fucking killed it. Um, yeah. The inspo, she said, was the Vampire Diaries, which I was like, okay, yeah, I guess so in the sense of like two brothers fighting over a girl. But I was like, so who do we think was Damon and who was Steph? Yeah, this is the this is the part that it, it doesn't make sense at all. She probably just she probably didn't want to say Twilight and she probably didn't want to say the summer. Right. I mean, I mean, the the family dying and whatnot is like that vampire diaries yeah yeah but literally nothing else yeah i can like maybe see if she thought like because like i can sort of see the comparison between like damon and cole being literal assholes she doesn't she end up with stefan in vampire diaries she ends up with damon yes oh damn okay i think i dropped off after like season like three or four okay 
yeah okay wow okay oh i'm surprised by that okay cool i love that for but also vamp diaries like they're like having sex in that show yeah also high schoolers it was uh, again above my like pay grade (laughs) like (laughs) like (laughs) yeah but yeah i just don't see any other comparisons other than like a love triangle and like one i guess is safe and one is dangerous Okay, here are Wonder Why's. These are our unanswered questions for the listeners. Question number one that I have. Do your parents have to die to find a boyfriend? <laughs> like, Inquiring minds. Want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's tough when there's so many books and it's like, okay, the mom's dead. Okay, the dad's dead. Both parents are dead. And that's my trauma or whatever. I just like. All of a sudden your love life is booming. Yeah, yeah sudden every guy wants to get with you <laughs> like there's not millions of people in new york and you, you just couldn't <laughs> have a romantic life and then you move to a bumfuck nowhere <laughs> and all of a sudden wow they're everywhere you're a hit yeah okay Catherine and the mom are alleged best friends how the fuck does jackie not know one goddamn thing about this woman and her family of 12 kids you would think if they had a private jet she would have taken her fam to go hang out once or twice totally and Catherine does say like you know we lost touch because of busy lives and stuff like that but you think that the the mom would have been like oh i got a christmas card from aunt your aunt Catherine." Like, here's the update on the boys or whatever. Like, just not a fucking clue of what's going on. Let's go on Skype. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know Skype existed in 2014, Allie. It sure did. <laughs> like, <laughs> it sure did. Okay, is it better to be living with a family of 12 kids or with a busy uncle? Okay. I would choose the busy uncle because i'm still in my own space yes i'm with someone i actually know yeah i'm still in new york which you kind of mentioned i still have my all my old friends i'm still at my same school it makes no sense to me hire like a nanny or like a caregiver if they you're really worried. said you just went through all this trauma here's another <laughs> literally literally so bad like my anxiety would be i would be in bed lights off curtains drawn under the covers don't talk to me i literally cannot live as a member of society yes yeah yeah horrendous horrendous rating this was another this was kind of a it's kind of a uh, grape and grumble but jackie doesn't realize that there's horses and a dog on the walter family farm for like over a week when she's living there how the fuck did she not notice that? That pissed me off so much. Yeah. We've talked about how, you know, for a type A, our girl is really oblivious. <laughs> yeah, like, She's in her own world. She's type A about school and nothing else. Like, Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk about our gripes and grumbles. These are our nitpicky problems we have with the book. Uh, number one, we've already talked about this, but the Princeton dream. It's giving Sam Montgomery... Uh, the book was published 10 years after a Cinderella story was released. So it has to be a reference to the movie. I'm just going to say that it is. It has to be. There's no way that it's not. Um, but yeah, it's just like fucking random. Like, why wouldn't she want to go to like Brown or, 
Yale or NYU or something like that. There's some fucking awful language in this book. There's like a bipolar joke. The kids play cowboys and Indians. They call them savages. Like it's it's bad. They really cleaned that up for the TV series. Um, but there was some things that I read that I was like, ooh, this is like not fucking cool. Allie Novak. And she should just like update that. Like It's time for republishing and we're just going to... That's what I mean Clean by that. that. Yeah. It's bad to do that, that she ever did that, A. But B, you know that your show is becoming a Netflix series. Girl, update the language and republish it with, like, the new cover of, with the actors on it. Like, that's actually so yeah. embarrassing. Um, okay, let's move on to sequel scoop. This is tea on any upcoming sequel seasons and the general reception of the book. The sequel is not written yet, as I kind of alluded to. Super surprised because the book came out 10 years ago. And spoiler alert, but the TV series is picked up for a season two. So I just don't understand what they are going to cover if there's no book coming out. So I wonder if she will publish it by then. There's nothing really online. The vibe of a second book would be so different since it's not written yet. And there's such an age gap. For the author between when the first one was written and when the second one was written yeah and just like so really many other love triangle books have right. come out i feel like it would be hard to have like a refreshing take on this trope but i guess we'll see also the love triangle is over so i guess it would just be her and cool dating but this is what i'm also kind of pissed about with ali novak so she didn't rewrite some inappropriate language but also the television series was pitched in 2020. So she said four years knowing that this was going to be a Netflix series. Why the fuck did she not get on her shit and write the damn book? Also, don't you want that cash grab? Absolutely. If the if the show comes out does well. Yeah. Have all the books lined up. So you can cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. 100%. And like merch and like team cool shirts team alex shirts like i just i don't know there's what no competition doing. but yeah 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 the the team alex ones aren't selling but yeah <laughs> clearance yeah <laughs> okay let's finally talk about the tv show it was published on netflix december 7th 2023 the cast is mostly of unknowns but there are some notable people in it sarah rafferty is Catherine. she plays Donna in suits. Marcus Blucus, Blucus uh, is George. He plays Riley on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Corey Fogelmanis uh, as Nathan, who plays Farkle on Girl Meets World. Are you familiar with any of these actors? Only Sarah Rafferty yeah. in suits. Donna, that's just an A-plus show to begin with. She's, I want to say this with, like, my whole heart. She is the only good actress in this TV series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, she was given not a lot to work with. No. She made it manageable. She made a meal out of a crumb. Um, but, like, <laughs> yeah. everyone else, it's very, like, Hallmark Disney Channel oh, acting. Yes. The author involvement, Allie was involved. She spoke with the production team. The production team said that, like, hey, we're changing some of the storylines. Are you okay with that? And she gave them her permission. 
she met the cast, uh, but it doesn't seem like she was there every day, which I was surprised because, again, this is kind of like with Diana, Diana, whatever, uh, Galbon or whatever, who wrote Outlander. She also wasn't there every day. And I'm like, if you were turning my life's work into a fucking TV show, like you bet your ass I'm at every writing room, every table read, every day on set, like kind of like a Jenny Han or a Stephanie Meyer. It's like, I'm going to be involved in every stage of the process. It's wild to me that she just like had some chats with the production team. Okay, let's get into our recap. It's a lot more PG than the book. They took out basically every dirty sex joke that we referenced in the book, which I think was a good plan. No swearing. No swearing. swearing Like fucking Heather or whatever her friend's name says, like, what the word (laughs) <laughs> or like, or she says, like, not what the word she, she says, oh my word, when something yeah. bad happens. Like it's like, a, 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 they went, they, they, they went like, teen, preteen. Yeah. It's less than PG. It's like, yeah. we can't even say, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's, that's nuts. Uh, there's, if any, if you ask me, the show needed a bit more. <laughs> One hundred percent. Like they should have. It was spice free. It was vanilla. (laughs) It was some basil. Yes, yes. It like they should have gone a little more Gossip Girl, but they went like I don't know, more like Hannah Montana, and yeah, and I didn't like that. Um, But it's probably because I'm (laughs) thirty-one and watching a show about sixteen-year-olds. Like, fair enough. They included a lot more diverse identities for the characters, which I thought was really good obviously super necessary because the book reads very like white cast so they have like uh for example nathan is a queer character skylar is like a queer black character like and skylar is one of jackie's friends takes place takes the place of one of the girls the unknown girl i think there was even supposed to be like isaac and lee are latino or yeah they're latino and they have they like speak spanish a little bit with jackie and uncle richard they have like indigenous representation in the book one of the teachers uses a wheelchair will is hard of hearing like they did a really good job of including you know, diverse identities. Some of it I thought was a little bit on the nose. Like Skylar was like, yeah, I want to study poli sci because people like me don't have voices in government and stuff like that, which like is very true. And I think that is the reality for a lot of people. But I'm like, also, couldn't we just give Skylar like a fun, poor, poor guy has to also now save the world. Like, let's just like give him like a fun. He's saving the world. His dad is, is like fucking doing the work. Like, <laughs> just, like, yeah, hosting these day of mourning yeah. ceremonies for the community. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the reality for BIPOC queer kids. And then, yeah, Nathan acknowledges the Indigenous Day of Mourning during Thanksgiving, which like, you know, I appreciate it wild that I think a modern TV show is even, you know, showing that, that there's a, you know, true, a true story of Thanksgiving and it's like not what we learned in school. So props to them. The thing that stands out as like one of the worst things about this TV show is Jackie is in business casual from day one to like her wardrobe. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Why is a you know young new york girl that's fashion forward her mom's a fashion designer why the fuck is she in chino like khakis and like a a blazer it's so embarrassing 
the matching sweater set the the bow the in the hair and like polo underneath another sweater yeah also did you catch in that scene when she was like when Aaron or whatever makes fun of her outfit and she's like it's Ralph Lauren I'm like babe it's Ralph Lauren <laughs> like you didn't get her babe like <laughs> that part was embarrassing but then they all go to the car and like oh what a dick yeah. like, <laughs> they were mm. like you got her bad like so embarrassing they really stick to a lot of the plot points of the book like there is a lot of scenes that are just like straight pulled from the book so I think book fans will be really happy about that um, but I think that the TV series really breezes over the dead family slash her grieving because the book doesn't. She's still struggling up until the day that she leaves back to New York about her family and feeling guilty that I think she's it's because we get so much more of her inner monologue. Right. And that's just like not shown in the TV series at all. But it's like she's feeling guilty that her family's dead and she's like living a life and like is happy and like basically she's like over it in the the tv series which is i i don't know a little bit jarring i would say there's a lot of changes though from the book to the tv series in the books all the sibs look like each other and oftentimes when like alex is like laughing or something she'll be like oh i see cole in him or like whatever um but in the tv show most of them are blonde alex is brunette but like it's not none of them like look like each other not even close they they don't even look like siblings like and like as someone who much prefers blondes like i felt attacked by that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like i was like oh nice and then like in the show they're not blonde at all i was like where are my good looking blondes not that they would be good looking at 14 (laughs) no i know what you're saying they cast older people yes yeah 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 100 yeah it was I don't know weird choice in the book Uncle Richard is like just her dad's friend that lived with them in New York but in the TV series he's a blood relative that's what I mean why does she have absolutely no family in the book I don't know not even the uncle no aunt no great grandma no cousin nope none it's so fucking weird it's yeah or like even just like a mom or dad's close friend I guess that would be Uncle Richard that she would go like another close friend in New York like they had one friend and no family (laughs) like it makes no sense to me because then it does read as like sort of weird to be like I'm just gonna live with my dad's BFF (laughs) I'm like "Mm." like sussy you sure (laughs) (laughs) no for sure In the TV show, there's less siblings, which I think is a good plan. There's just way too many people. But then they decide to flesh out the side characters anyway. So it, like, makes no sense. Yeah. I didn't even check who wasn't in the TV series compared to the book because I just, like, don't give a fuck. I feel like Zach for sure. But I almost feel like that might be the only one. And 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 maybe Benny's Benny's twin, maybe. That's Zach. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I think he's gone. I think maybe he's the one, one gone. of the twins of the the wannabe directors. Maybe one of them is missing. Oh yeah, but so it, maybe that's it is too. interesting that they decided to make such a choice and then give like such <laughs> a big storyline to, to like, like fucking Will, Will. and like their their wannabe restaurant or thing. Aaron Cole's hookup well, Aaron too, like or even, and I think we'll touch on this a bit later. 
the random guidance counselor. <laughs> Tara. Not only did they make her? Not only did they make her a character, they decided to give her her own love life. I know, I know. With and like make it dramatic as hell and make him accept a job in like England yeah. and leave her behind. Yeah. Know, they've been together like two weeks. Yeah. And, and for some reason, that was the most like pg-13 part of the show is tara talking to Haley about her sex life yeah and then i love which was completely unnecessary i loved when mikhail Haley's boyfriend or whatever date um is like asking her on the third date and then she's like well i'll come if there's dessert and he's like on the third date i think there's always dessert and i was like, ah! <laughs> like yeah the innuendos were out of control i was like ah, i hate this <laughs> They were out of control. I fucking hate this. Also, Cole and Danny, it's said that they have two years of school left because Cole is flunking out of school and wants to become a mechanic instead. But in the book, they graduate, which I think is smart because if they want to do a season two or even a season three, they can still be in high school instead of in college. And then this is actually so brutal. So we talked about how at the beginning of the book, Isaac steals her clothes when she's in the shower, Jackie's clothes. In the TV show, they dye her hair. Like, they put bleach in her shampoo. That is so much worse than stealing her clothes. Can we just talk about this for a second? Because that was the worst (laughs) fake bleach job prank, whatever, I have ever seen in my entire life. I know. That wouldn't have happened. She, like, shampooed her whole head, and then she comes out of the shower. It was and it's, skunk stripes. It's, yeah, it's three skunk stripes on the top. No That sense. are bright orange. Yeah. Horrendous. And it's, like, the worst. It's, like, the poofiest wig ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know who was on hair and makeup that day, but <laughs> they- I'm afraid you will not be renewed for season two. <laughs> Literally. And, like, it felt like one of those things that they changed to make the show more PG. Absolutely. Jackie, like, running around nude or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I feel like that scene could have equally... I can't say the right words, but, like, it still could have been produced in a very, like, kid-friendly way. Absolutely. 100%. It made no sense to me. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, both pranks are really bad, but in terms of, like... Like, I'm not saying that someone stealing your clothes and you not having any clothes to get out of the shower like that's not good either but like literally ruining someone's hair because also she like dyes it back that lasts for way long no i know she dyes it back and it looks perfect again and i'm like that's that wouldn't have happened right oh there also there's the question of like where did these young children get, get bleach 100 it was just that's it was unsafe fucking, it was weird yeah it was and like there's a bit more development in the book of like okay it's like it's Lee and Isaac doing this for the most part of being like the actual ones to go steal her clothes and towel. And then it touches a lot more on like the repercussions and um, like Catherine wanting someone to pay for the like, shower, curtain. shower curtain. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really understand why they changed that to be completely honest. No, I know. I think they could have done it PG with the shower curtain or maybe if they just thought that that was like, like sexual harassment versus just like bullying. I don't know. I just like, I, I don't know, just the hair thing, like, that would have ruined her fucking hair. And even if she dyed it, she would have still had streaks from it. So, like, I just 
don't yeah. understand why they chose that. They didn't commit far enough to it if it was going to be the yeah. thing. You can't do she, your whole head like that. She fully put shampoo in her palms and then worked, like, worked also, it into her scalp. it would hurt scalp. your hands. It's yeah. straight bleach. You would smell it. it. Yeah. It just it like, made no, no sense, realistically. Oh, wait. This is the other thing that I was shook about when I read the book. Um, basically, the book is so much more about Cole and all the cute rom-com moments are with Cole and none with Alex. But because the production company wanted a proper love triangle, they switched them. Here's the thing. I think Netflix yeah. sat themselves down and was like, okay, we need something to compete with Prime. The summer and, I like, turned they for haven't you. Had, Duh. Yeah. And they haven't had, like, really, if I think about Netflix, like, they, ha- they haven't had a really big, like, TV series love triangle, like, in a while yeah young adult yeah yeah and so and they wanted something that wasn't just well one they could turn into like a season two and onwards and something that did have size like you said a real love triangle so they had to like pick a couple things to to change and give to Alex since he was such a non-factor in the book to make it at least somewhat interesting Mm -hmm. so like all these team Alex people uh uh-uh your team doesn't actually exist okay hit the road literally if you read the book you're not there he's he's doing the the height measuring no 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 okay that's fucking cool okay and even though we shit talked him yeah the whole time yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah even though i don't know why all of a sudden i'm sticking up for that loser because i literally (laughs) hate him (laughs) exactly um cole or i'm sorry alex not better and now oh. you take away those cute scenes, and now he's just like... He's nothing. He's <laughs> <laughs> below zero. He's literally below zero. So, you like, meant... how cute would it have been if we just saw the one main love story? I Which... know, I know. But they saw it's the fine. success... I know. ...of yeah. the the love triangle, and they're just like, hey, we gotta double up on this. But yeah, I think it, it was genius on their part to compete with The Summer I Turned Pretty. In terms of the story, you're right, it did a a big disservice i think to cool so as you mentioned the height measuring scene was cool the haystack scene cool the storm in the truck with the bikes cool the power outage cool yeah i feel like th- th- a couple things were switched so yeah. like the measuring scene the haystack scene uh the sunset scene like those are all cool in the book where in the show they're alex yeah but then like then like like talking in the rain or whatever like that was alex but and in the show they're in cole's truck and it breaks down um and then like the power outage in the book is like sort of both of them because yeah she's originally with cole watching the movie and then she's in the stuck in the basement with alex and then back to like sleeping with both of them where in the show power outage like is, alex isn't even at home no it's with like, cole and then it's when, with cole when alex and the family get home Alex is like, why didn't Cole turn on the the generator? Because he knows how to do right. that. But he like was fucking a conniving little d bag and didn't turn it both on. Conniving. No, they're, they're so both conniving. Manipulative and calculated. And that's the other thing that I wanted to say. Alex is way more cal- calculated in the book. Like he's some like innocent little boy in the tv series but in the book like when he kisses her in the hallway and his ex-girlfriend's right there like he's a fucking douche yeah brat and there's also a lot more emphasis on cold's football career ending in the tv series rather than the book 
Yeah, I felt like they kind of brushed it over in the book. Yeah, like, absolutely. In the book, they're like, oh, he broke his leg. Yeah. It's healed now, but he didn't want to go back to football because he didn't think he would be the same. Yeah. Where in the show, he's like <laughs> limping around the ranch. <laughs> there are scenes of him limping or like trying to as like a, you know, fake actor or whatever. I was like, what's going on here? soccer with with parker because he's like he's like just stumble and up. fall <laughs> right like yet okay, again yet he's doing morning chores and like fixing his car like it just it doesn't make sense it's just like he's like <laughs> his legs broken when he's playing <laughs> sports but everything else he's completely fine right it makes no sense he's like swimming and stuff like He's totally fine, and then he's like just walking around, and all of a sudden, done. <laughs> like I'm he's laughing on the ground. I'm laughing so hard because the acting is so bad. And then you're totally <laughs> right. Like it seems like there's this one shot in my head that I just remember. Cool, like he's walking towards the horses, and like Jackie's looking at his back, and he's just, like walking normal. <laughs> it's like in his head, the actor's like, "Oh my god!" Like. I brought my legs broken and then just starts to limp. Why do I have that like seared into my memory? Like it's actually so embarrassing. Oh my God. Because that literally happened. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's so bad. It's so bad. He looks like he has a peg leg. <laughs> That's how he like limps in the show. Like, no offense to Mr. Nolan, but... He's a pirate in half the scenes and then completely normal in the other half. Uh, it's so fucking funny. I'm actually crying. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. They also changed the instead of going to the warehouse, they went to like someone's lake house. Yeah. Not the Walters. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they have they're the poor ones, but they have rich friends apparently who yes. have like a whole big lake house that's just unused. And stunning. I like like that scenery better than like, oh dirty warehouse. warehouse. Yeah, absolutely. Seems seems so much better. So as we mentioned, there's like some rando characters that they threw in, like Tara, the guidance counselor, and there's a whole plot line about her finding love with another teacher that was not in the book. And there's a lot of side character stories that don't get explored in the book that happen in the TV show. Like Catherine is a vet. Will is a real estate agent, but he's not working. It's not working out. So he like opens up the lurk it's after dark. It's not working out because he's 21. I know. And you he's have buying a house from a 21 year old. I know. It's like you have no clientele. So he uh, <laughs> Haley works at the lark, which is owned by Skylar's dad. And they decide to do the lark after dark and like offer like food, wine, beer and like music. And it's like a hit. The Walters are having money troubles kind of explored in the explored in the book, but like not to the extent of the TV show. Nathan and Skylar kind of have like a, a thing. The nephews have like an absentee-ish dad that's not really explored too much in the book. And Aaron, who's Cole's hookup, has like a tough relationship with 
her mom, who is the high school's track coach, which Jackie and Aaron are a part of. So there's just like random storylines. And I just, this is going to be in my wonder why's, but like, it's just like, why are we exploring these when we already have 10 fucking kids? And also no one gives a fuck about any of these characters outside of Jackie, Cole, and Alex. Yeah, some choices were definitely made. I don't feel like Catherine's vet job was at all necessary. <laughs> no. Um, it was actually very, very peculiar yeah. in my opinion that she had such like a um well one a job that was so um not set hours and she was just like always having to leave the kids but also like, the storyline of her doing all these like things some animal surgeries like for free and stuff getting an award i forgot about that it was giving filler yeah absolutely and like if it wasn't sarah rafferty i would have like ff'd through all of those scenes right exactly so at the aforementioned lake house that you described jackie and cool kiss and spin the bottle in the book but in the tv show they play truth or dare and i actually have to say if i ever play truth or dare again which you know since i'm 31 <laughs> my time is probably passed but if it ever comes up i'm implementing these new rules so there are rules in the tv show where you can pick truth or dare but if you pick truth or dare and you don't want to do it you have to kiss the person on your left. And I was like, oh, that's such a good free pass. Because I was going to say next next friend group trip, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. That would cause so much trauma. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but like, exactly. Like, it's like, I'm the type of girl that wants to play true with their dare, but like wants to be able to veto whatever comes up. So, yeah. and like, yeah, I, I just think that's a good way of like, where it's like the veto still has some, you know, stakes, some high stakes to it. But right. And then, yeah, so you kiss the person to your left. Not and, if you have a good seating chart. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But then you switch you switch spots with them. True. So then yeah. so then you kiss, you would have to kiss another person if you opt out. Also, I would kill myself if I was on the left of someone and they're like, if they get their truth or dare, and then they're like, oh, fuck, I really don't want to do this. Look at me. And then they're like... <laughs> Anyways, like, here's my truth. I'd be like, I actually... <laughs> they actually decide to answer because they're like, mm, nah. I would be like, okay, I'll just jump in the lake like, and drown myself. Like, And for those crazy. of you who don't know, Tori would think about that for the next year and a half. <laughs> and it would keep her up at night. That would ruin my life. Like it would Jackie's <laughs> when Alex tells her that he was just using her. Like, yeah. And then, okay, the last big thing is that the whole Jackie leaving for the summer with Danny part doesn't happen at all. Jackie and Cole do kiss, but it's because Parker, in an earlier scene, breaks Jackie's teapot that was, like, a gift from her mom. And she thought it was broken and, like, in the trash. But Cole picks up the pieces and he glues them back together. Um, she finds it in her belongings a little note right with like, a note ever so broken that it can't be fit yeah which is something that they talked about when they were at the lake in or like the the falls in another scene like about his leg being fixed or whatever so she goes and finds him in his shed working on his car the shed the shed and they make out this was the only good kiss of the show i thought it was good yep. and i thought it was a little spicy he kind of grabbed her neck at one point a la <laughs> jeremiah and belly and i was like okay oh. <laughs> first of all we're not gonna mention that man in my um, we are team comrade through and through yes we are um alas 
no, it was pretty good. I will say the first part after they kiss and then she goes to leave and he like grabs her arm or yes or whatever. Yes, yes. I'm on the fence about that part being it's like non-consensual because it's like if a person is fleeing the scene it, you and should... it looked like a real grab yeah like, and it's like know, if a person is like... leaving they want to leave they don't want you to pull them back totally but right. in the in the grand scheme of like love it was <laughs> I it was really good no agree but good. he like yanked her but yeah it was like yeah. a little like I would say like a reference to like a hand necklace and I was like oh my god like that's fucking pg <laughs> That's not even PG-13, that, yeah, that's that rated was, R. <laughs> like, like, no, that was the only part that was like, like, I wanted that in every episode. <laughs> me too, me too, like, me too. And we got none of that. Yeah. Th- but like, we got even less in the book. Yeah. So I was like, finally something good. Let me just go rewatch that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, okay, fine. I'll go on TikTok and watch all of the edits. Like, Right, right. Okay, let's get into our discussion and we can wrap up this episode. First off, because I know in the book, it's like you're obviously going to be Team Cole because there's so little Team Alex. But in the TV series, are you Team Alex or are you Team Cole? I'm still, okay. You're Team Jackie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, very hard for me to pick a team here because it was like choosing between Cringe and Hot Mess Express. <laughs> yeah, which one was which? Look, straight up, Alex was the Cringe. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. There were definitely some cringe parts about Cole as well, but it was giving more Hot Mess Express than than cringe. Yeah. And look, for me, it comes down to one thing. Mm-hmm. Cole's the blonde. Yes! Okay. <laughs> and also, also doesn't make me feel predatory in a way because he looks older. <laughs> because he looks her age. <laughs> well, or like older at least. Like, I remember watching The Summer I Turned Pretty. Alex the f- is good casting for like age-wise. No, literally. I, I remember watching The Summer I Turned Pretty and immediately Googling Chris Briney's age and being like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so bad. Me watching the new Hunger Games movie, like, Tom Blythe age. Oh my god, Tom <laughs> Blythe literally could ruin my fucking life and I would welcome it. Holy fuck, he is so hot. Oh my god, that man. Oh, or buzz cut? Oh, both. Literally every haircut. <laughs> That's the right answer. Yeah, every haircut in that movie did everything for me. <laughs> that man is fine as fucking hell. Okay, anyways, I feel like... I was actually rooting for Team Alex a lot of the oh, TV. Gosh. I know, I know. A lot of the TV series. But I will say that's because they gave all of the rom-com moments to this fucking loser. When in the book, they were all given to Team Cole. So there's like no way that you would root for Team Alex. So yeah, by the end, I came around to Team Cole. And I do think in general, I will always pick the person that pushes you out of your comfort zone like belly and conrad versus the comfort like jeremiah yeah at the end of the day i'm reading watching whatever to live vicariously through these characters absolutely so no offense but i can get boring at home (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i want the ride em cowboy Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay, let's get into our internet investigation. Ed Glauser of the Kissing Booth series was the executive producer. That explains so fucking much about the cheesiness of this TV series. Fucking brutal. 
It does. And you know what? Jacob Elordi probably doesn't like this series either. <laughs> either. Yeah. Jacob Elordi probably turned down the part of Cole like when <laughs> Netflix was knocking at his door. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It was filmed in Cochrane and Crossfield, Alberta from March to September of 2022. And we are both Canadian girls. So it was like so fucking cool to see so much of Alberta. And but I- also don't go there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. no. (laughs) Unless you're going to Banff or going to Stampede, like, really don't go there. But it was cool to see shots of Alberta. And it was really cool. I sent you this TikTok, but it was Jackie, Cole, and Alex talking about how much they really loved and appreciated filming there and how much they just, like, loved the mountains and the views and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Okay, but I also saw a TikTok saying that, like... (laughs) That main Cole actor guy was actually playing hockey instead of instead of football, so I did think of you. Oh my god! Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love the hockey boy. Love a hockey boy. Okay. Our Wonderwise first question: Why are chic New York City girlies in movies always in a blazer and slacks when they're supposed to be cool? Yeah. Why do old, I guess, costume designers or whatever think that if you're a teenager in New York and you're chic that you should wear business casual but like what you know like women in their 30s or 50s wear to work like because when I think of cool I would think like fashion forward stuff like you know we couldn't like your regular joke like probably couldn't, couldn't like, get off. Like, yeah these people are like It'd be like leather pants and like just like hip, trendy, uh, made for your like made for your body, not just wearing like genderless slacks. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. And that's just not what happened. Like she was wearing like sweater vests and like just so <laughs> fucking weird. Okay. This is a literal unanswerable question. Is Cole hot? You think he's hot? I can tell by your fucking face. No, no. Like, okay. In like the last scene. Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, the the grease, <laughs> the white tank top is okay. Yeah, it is. Um, Other bits, I feel like, okay, when, when you have, I don't know why they gave him that hairstyle. When you have it like that, it, like, when it's unkempt, it's better. Yes. But I felt like they kept trying to, like, comb it. Yes, yes, yes. Which is just, like, a no. No, and- why? Because it was probably, like, they would have to take the you know do the same scene six times yeah and if it's messy it would look different in each scene so they couldn't like piece it together so then they probably had to like slick it down yeah for I continuity like was maybe like a not super great blonde dye job again hair and makeup people i'm not sure what was happening yeah but i felt like it could have probably been budget better also i don't know why he had to have the most barbaric <laughs> sideburns that is no, literally an I... unanswerable question. He was a cute boy, and then they like it looked like tape, fake. It was giving mustache sideburns. Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. That is a no go for me. That is an ick times a thousand. Oh, it was so gross. And I think again, they're trying to like make him look like the older bad boy, but like, right. It was so embarrassing. Next question. It's kind of a part B to this question. Can we investigate why Danny is so uggo compared to Cole? Like, he looked nothing like his twin brother. Like, 
It was not that Danny is even ugly, but it's just like, it was so weird. It was like a model next to like this shrimpy kid. Like, I don't know. Is there any fraternal twins that look like that? There was absolutely zero attempt throughout any of the brothers, not just um, Cole and Danny, to look even remotely alike which pisses me off because again that that's the crux of the fucking book is that they all look similar like the cullens so it's like everyone idolizes the blonde abby like siblings walter boy siblings that's cool if they wanted to make you know if they find a whole bunch of brunette actors and want you know yeah then make cole brunette make alex yeah like he was like redhead right like more so than anything like i don't know in the in the he, he definitely could have gone more brown in the show i actually appreciated danny's character more in the show than in the book in the book they made him sound like a recluse <laughs> that was, like, creepy like he what he'd be watching his like late night murder shows in like the living room and when jackie would come down to get like a post midnight snack he would like be hidden away somewhere but he'd leave the tv on because he couldn't be seen by her and then like eventually like worked up to like watching tv together but i was like that's fucking weird no so fucking weird and i want to say also like if i'm a girl and smart in this show i'm going for nathan or danny it, i guess then's well, queer we don't really yeah. know but it's like you're going for, like Nathan and, and Danny like walked her to class. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But that they're building that the Aaron and Danny situation. I was like, I'm gonna get behind this because this seems healthy. This seems mature. This seems kind. Yes, yes. There was a glimpse of Aaron and Danny getting together, and I was like, yes, girl, this is like who you should be going for. He's yeah, smart, kind, thoughtful, like whatever. He's not some and like good at school. Like Cole's flunking out of school. And, like, yeah, so what, you're going to... Unattractive. Yeah, super unattractive. Okay, I already know the answer to this question, so maybe it's not very hard to answer, but could you kiss someone after they threw up in your face? No. (laughs) I know. Now, I'm biased because, like, as someone with, like, hardcore emetophobia, like, vomit in any capacity is, like, I need to remove myself from that situation. And, like, maybe, like, months after when I've kind of, like, put it out of my mind maybe but I'm talking like three months minima (laughs) (laughs) you can't just like go brush your teeth and it's forgotten yeah like I just like oh god it was so gross and it was like a horror movie where you knew it was gonna happen and then it just happened but like man oh man like I just couldn't get over that I think about that all the time (laughs) the epitome of romance yeah I know I know Ugh, gnarly okay let's move on to gripes and grumbles Number one, cool sideburns. We talked about that. Yeah. Number Number one, and then a massive gap. Yeah, literally. Number two, when Cole and Jackie meet, Will goes, Cole, want to introduce yourself? And he goes, she'll figure it out. No one in real life would ever fucking say that. Like, that is fucking insane. She'll figure it out. Could you imagine if you, like, if I'm at work tomorrow and someone comes up to me and it's like, oh, do you want to introduce yourself to your new colleague? And I'm like, they'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please do. Please do. Like, that's insane. It's, it's like someone trying to be cool, but it's actually like lame as hell. Yeah. Lame as hell. Uh, Another gripe. Cool pays for her lunch at the cafeteria and like 
is acting like that's a slick Rick move. Like, babe, you're at the cafeteria. Like, it's so great. Babe, she has a private jet. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need your, like, <laughs> mechanic money. Anyways. I guess it's the thought that counts, but still. It's the thought that counts, truly, but whatever. Haley and Will are 21 years old. They can't wait for their wedding that... Even though they're having money troubles, Haley's parents won't chip in and Will's parents can't. So she like sells her wedding dress. It's like, wait, you're 21. Like, it'd be very easy to wait till 24. And you probably should wait. You should. And and also you should. In the like 10 episodes we saw, they broke up. (laughs) And then eventually they're like, let's go on a hike. Oh my God, I still love you. I wish I went on hikes like that, yeah. but sadly, um, that's the only reason why I would go on a hike. Yeah, sadly, that's never happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fundraiser in the show that doesn't happen in the books, and it's really slow at first, and then Cole decides to impress Jackie by auctioning himself off. It's actually so cringy because all the like old women are like, like the cougar women are like, cool like take my four hundred dollars so i can watch you like mow my lawn like ladies like fucking keep it in your pants like he's you know, 17. I guess when, it's a, when it's a small town and there's nothing else to do i guess they get tired of um i don't know cribbage or, <laughs> yeah, like... or whatever they need some male eye candy but it's giving um predator <laughs> It's giving inappropriate. Yes. It's, it's, it, that whole scene was very interesting because that was like another thing they added in the show was this whole storyline about this. It wasn't a keg. I don't know why keg comes to mind, but like that like big like wooden barrel. Yeah, from, the apple cider cart. From the beginning of time yeah. of some war or something yeah that they had to tap and then cole had to come fix at the event or something and yeah the whole apple cider thing was so cringe just give them beer yeah <laughs> yeah literally or like a spiked hot chocolate or something no 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 hot cocoa is belly specialty <laughs> yeah, my bad no but Kay also um in the power outage jackie makes him a mexican hot chocolate and he's like oh my god this is so spicy she's like i just put like a fucking dash of chili pa- chili powder in it or whatever like fucking i bet i bet very the- caucasian yeah i was just gonna say but the walter family eats the whitest blandest fucking food i've ever seen so i guess that's <laughs> fair <laughs> we've already talked about this but yeah it's so annoying how they're like cole's leg is useless but he like playing tackle football with fucking I was going to call her Peggy with Parker. Like, it's just, it's so on and off that I just like, I don't know. The continuity is just not there. Will and Haley decide to go through with the wedding and the Walter family is hosted on the property. And they're like, we don't have a wedding planner, nor can we pay for one. So actually, you know what? Jackie, you can be the <laughs> wedding planner. You're 16. You've only lived here for like two months. You're you're suffering from like a huge trauma but I think you should do unpaid labor. Responsibility of yeah. this massive wedding. We're pinning all our hopes on you, Jackie. Like what the fuck? Oh, um, you added this into the outline, but this also got ripped apart on TikTok. Isaac and Lee are Latino, and Jackie and Uncle Richard are Mexican, or at least I am making assumptions here. But I'm assuming they're Mexican with the Mexican hot chocolate. I don't know. Actually, even know if it's specified, but 
in one of the scenes, I think it's Thanksgiving when Uncle Richard comes to visit, they speak in like one sentence of Spanish. But then there's a scene where Jackie's in her room and Isaac wants to check in on her and he walks in and he's like, Todo bien? And she's like, Todo bien? <laughs> which, means, which is just like everything all right. It's like one of those things where they were like trying to be um, like inclusive and, and diverse and that kind of thing. But it was literally like the most basics. I think actors who don't speak Spanish normally or some of them don't I don't think anyways but like the most basic Spanish that you didn't even need subtitles yes yeah because it was it's just like inferred very anglicized is it anglicized yeah like it's like and English. why would it, like it's like shoveled and or tacked on because it's like why wouldn't they have spoken Spanish if they speak Spanish why wouldn't they have spoken Spanish this whole time together it's one of those things like you said it's just a little too on, on the, the nose, nose. 100%. I do feel bad for Jackie because she also plays a character. She was in On My Block, which is another Netflix series that I watched. And people ripped her apart for her Spanish in that show. So I do feel really bad because people were ripping her apart for this too. But yeah, it just seemed a little too on the nose. Because like I feel like with Uncle Richard and Jackie, like for example, they could have had like they would FaceTime each other. At the end of the conversation, they could have at least been like, okay, like, like, te amo, adios, or like something like that to make it just like a right. little bit more, like, I don't know. Why not have the conversation in Spanish? Yeah, like weave it in a little bit more than just them like throwing it in like one of the last episodes. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to sequel scoop. Our last little segment of the show. It's already renewed for season two, which is like no surprise. The show did really, really well. It was frequently on the Netflix top 10 list throughout December and like it blew up on TikTok and all the girlies are loving it. <laughs> What they will cover in season two, dunno, because Ali Novak has not decided to uh, write a sequel in 10 years. You love a good mystery. Yeah, it'll be a mystery to us and to Ali. <laughs> <laughs> there has been tons of the summer I, I turned pretty comparisons we've made, you know, tons even just in this episode, but it's like L O fucking L, they fucking wish they could never yeah the comparisons are a reach it's it's a reach oh my god like other than the love triangle like what do they have in common like tsitv like actually had a budget the author was involved the storyline's more complex um the dialogue is a lot better it's just like they actually had good music it's a lot more grown up so much more grown up um they did diversity, like, or they had a diverse cast, but it wasn't, like, fucking shoehorned in. It's just wild that people would say that, I guess. The Summer I Turned Pretty had good music. Like, they had literal Taylor Swift songs and Olivia Rodrigo songs and stuff like that. My Life with the Walter Boys had Cake by the Ocean by DNC. <laughs> Which is crazy when you know what that song is about. Yeah, yeah, truly, truly truly fucking crazy it's like that's where they were trying to get spicy with it 100 which is just like so embarrassing i guess like this is a good fix like for when you're missing the summer I turn pretty which we would watch together on amazon it's like Pro- Prime the knockoff walmart version absolutely like yeah absolutely it just it's more cheaper by the dozen dozen than it is the summer I turned pretty. Like, let's be fucking real. Here. Yeah. I think it's just because 
the brother situation and the love triangle between that other than like them being brothers it's like the concept the characters like everything is different and like different the show my life with the walter boys is like hijinks like it's like oh um she threw up in cole's face oh she dropped but yeah she dropped the spaghetti on her sweater oops she dyed her hair like type of thing which you know what's crazy even though my life with the walter boys starts off with having her whole family dead yeah it's less emotional yes then the summer summer i turned pretty pretty. and having susanna die yes 100 percent. yeah it's just like that's a focal point of season two totally but it's fucking night and day like it's really it's it's comparing like a i don't want to say real show because like this is a real show but like it's compared to like something that would like could be nominated i feel like for like an award and like a hallmark disney channel movie like it's just (laughs) it's so embarrassing not to say i didn't enjoy both same like did i watch my life with the walter boys in one day yeah yeah. I'm pre- or one or two days like I watched all 10 episodes I think they're fucking 42 minute episodes like I binged it but like but it's like I won't I'm think still... about it after this episode so I'm recording yeah same I also binged it I watched it in probably less than a day and I would do the same for most of the summer I turned pretty however am I still putting off the finale because Conrad's a fucking horrible anxiety scene. I don't want to put myself just through wait, that. Just wait, just wait, just wait, Jen. I haven't watched the finale either. Stop, <laughs> stop. I haven't watched it either because Jen oh was either in like PEI at that time or something like that. And I yeah. was like, I'm not watching this alone. And then I never uh-huh. picked it up. Last bit of tea. We're unsure of season two content, but don't, don't be afraid. Don't be nervous because Ali Novak's other series called The Heartbreakers is becoming a TV show on Netflix. So we already have more content and that's about like a boy band, I, I believe. And they hired the, like one of the managers or something from five seconds of summer to help with the production to make it like realistic. So I got high hopes for The Heartbreakers. Are you adding it to your TBR? I'm just going to have a quick Goodreads look at what it is about. <laughs> oh my god. It's like the same cheese cover. Oh, yep. The synopsis. When I first met Oliver Perry, I had no clue he was the lead singer for the Heartbreakers. And he had no idea that I was the only girl in the world who hated his music. <laughs> Fucking sign me up. like <laughs> Enemies to lovers? Like, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Any last thoughts on my life with the Walter boys before we lay this one to rest? I don't think so. I think she was fun. She was yep. cute at times. Yep. Not to be horny, but I think we can turn the page on her. Yeah, I think we can too. <laughs> okay, Jen, this was super fun. Where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? Definitely find me on Goodreads so we can keep up with the next good romance books together. Mm-hmm. I actually just finished also some apparently super popular Rena Kent book that just came out. It was M.M., it was mafia it was way less pg than this oh love sign me up i'll link jen's goodreads in the episode show notes and you can all bully her into reading like finishing akotar and reading the second one where it gets actually good yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's on my tbr that's not good enough okay okay jen thanks for coming on (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks for having me, Tori. And that's the story of my life with the Walter boys. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Jen for joining me on today's show. If you enjoyed today's show, leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribing really helps the show find new listeners and lets me know that I'm on track. You can also suggest a book, movie or TV adaptation, or even leave a voicemail via the links in the episode show notes. I think that this is the coolest part of an indie podcast, especially only in episode two, is if you're listening now, you can really like be part of the show and its direction. So again, if you have any suggestions on the format or something that you'd like me and a guest to cover, please let me know and I'm super happy to do that for you. Our next episode is The Duke and I and Bridgerton Season 1. Until then, happy reading. For Ready to be Romanced, I'm Tori. Goodbye! Goodbye!